0: It's the case tonight as we're in the Matthew 27 <coughs> different subjects come up and I realize that we won't get through one without intruding on another and so I'm going to do the second one first because Bernie chose 500 to start with <laughs> the hymn number and I thought oh, okay, I'll, I'll head that direction in the study tonight and looking through the book of Matthew chapter 27 and the thoughts. That introduced. I don't know about you, but as you read the Word of God in your devotions in your private time or um, whenever, that it's not just the passages before you that comes to mind, but there's all the other passages start relating to it. And uh, <clears throat> it's encouraging to hear that some get in there and use cross references to Old and New Testament alike to bring out the truth that they've looked at. Um, we can. Just read over the Word of God and get the story lion, but there is a lot of depth to it. I don't think any of us can plummet the depth of the Word of God because it gets down to word studies and v- verbs and nouns and things like that. I, I, I don't go... I, I do personally at times, but, and we might do one, one tonight on that. But looking at the subject... And how it's covered in the scriptures and this will do tonight as we look at the third might be the fourth point on your notes verse 52 and 53 and the graves were opened and many bodies of the saints that slept arose words are important as they are used in contexts like this and came out of the graves after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for this resurrection, this coming out of the graves of these people. Lord, we have many thoughts of that in relation to ourselves and our friends and our family who have parted from us. And Lord, it's encouraging to know that you have power over those that have died and you have the power of the resurrection to bring back to life with an immortal body, an eternal body, those that have died, whether they be saved or unsaved. The Lord bless the thoughts of this to our hearts tonight. Encourage us in our faith as we consider this event. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> now, the other signs that are given here... At the death of the Lord Jesus was the sun, the sanctuary, and the stones. And we'll look at them another time. And the, 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 the one we're looking at is the sepulchre. The sepulchre, I, I don't know if they're, they're blanks or whether you have them written down. The sepulchres. Verse 52 and 53. <clears throat> Some people have taken from verse 52 and 53... Well, what have you read about it? What do you think is happening here? The graves were opened and many bodies of the saints that slept arose. Got your thinking caps on. What have you heard, maybe, about this portion of scripture? Okay, you want me to preach it? <laughs> the, saints, the saints arose and went to heaven after that. Okay. As a sort of a, a look at it. Many many bodies. What what is that saying? Multiple people. Multiple people? Is it all of the people? No. No. You see. <coughs> Some say, all, and the graves were opened and many bodies of the saints that slept arose. And it's, it's, it's narrowing it down to saints, many of them, but not all of them. But some say this is all of them in the Old Testament. But it says many of the saints that slept arose. For if all of them had arisen that had lived for 4,000 years, there might have been a problem in Jerusalem. <laughs> As, because it tells us they came out of the graves after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many. So if all of them had been there, there would have been multiple, probably millions, and that would have overwhelmed the place. So I don't believe, therefore, it is the resurrection of all the Old Testament people at that time. Well, that's just my conclusion. You can come to another one and i still agree to disagree. <laughs> but this scripture here, were there resurrections in the Old Testament? As you think back into the Old Testament, accounts of things that happened. <clears throat> somebody come out of the grave, didn't they? <laughs> you can, I know somebody come out of the grave. Elijah, the son of a widow, raised the son of a widow that uh, made some complaints about you. you. <laughs> He's a promised son and now he died and you're in trouble. <laughs> and she didn't mind laying into the old prophet and letting him have it because this is a promised son. And now look as you've done. You've brought sorrow upon me again. But anyway, as far, widow's son, first King 17, we won't turn there um a man was raised when his body touched the bones of Elijah Elijah sorry and that would have been an experience for those undertakers wouldn't it <laughs> <laughs> and laying this man down there and I don't know how they come upon the Elijah's bones I can't recall the story but I've written it down and and uh this guy sat up it's like these stories of people that have uh, been in a coffin and weren't dead and uh it, but this is a real one. This is a real resurrection. They just hadn't died. Um, <clears throat> Second Kings, the son of a Shunammite in 2 Kings chapter 4. There's the, and he is in the Old Testament, the raising of Lazarus by the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, there's the raising of others that occurred on that time. Let's turn to Daniel chapter 12 and verse 2. In the Old Testament. And the graves were open. I think we all should be interested in this. If you're not a Christian or are a Christian. (laughs) The graves have been open. At at every funeral that I've taken. That I can recall. At the gravesite when we put the coffin in the grave. With the body in it. That's not them. That's their body. They have gone. And we can say with assurance. Have you stood at the graveside of saved people and you can say with utter confidence this is not the end <laughs> this body will rise again in the day of resurrection and we can have confidence in that and if not we really shouldn't be meeting <laughs> we have no hope Paul said that if there's no resurrection of the dead in First Corinthians 15 we, it's a We're liars preaching what we do. But there is a resurrection. And Daniel chapter 12. And verse 1. And at the time shall Michael stand up. Archangel, stand up. The great prince who standeth up for the children of thy people. That's the Jewish people. Daniel's people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation. And (laughs) we think it's bad now. Wait till then. And... At the same time, and at that time, thy people shall be delivered. That is the Jewish people, everyone that shall be found written in the book. That is, God knows who those will be that survive that terrible time of great trouble. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. They're loaded verses. (laughs) there's a lot of content. And many of those asleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. If you put it in the time frame in which he was talking there, in, uh, in the rest of Daniel, really, in leading to this conclusion, he's talking about the time of trouble that comes upon the earth that's never been like it before. And then many of those who sleep. You see, if you say that Matthew twenty-seven is the resurrection of Old Testament saints, then you've, you've, that, that's happened two thousand years ago. But here, Daniel is put into a time uh, uh, when he's going to be resurrection or resu- resurrected, <laughs> when at the end of the time of Jacob's trouble or the terrible time of trouble, and uh, <clears throat> and then there also is going to be a time when this. Those that are resurrected to shame and everlasting contempt. What a terrible, a terrible thing to look forward to for those that have passed away. And every week there's more famous people that pass away. And my thought is now they know if only they had received the Lord in their lifetime instead of waiting till it's too late to change their minds. And thou, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, he said in verse 4. Even to the time of the end, many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. And down to verse 13. But go thou thy way till the end be, for thou shalt rest, die, and stand in thy lot at the end of the days. That should be easy for a farmer to understand. A lot. Or those that buy sheep in tens or hundreds. He was awake. I thought he was asleep. (laughs) He quoted on a lot of ten. And the fellow said, no, you've got a hundred sheep. And they... Yarded them in Scott's yard, your yard, but not mine. <laughs> and they had uh, a bit of a exercise to get rid of all those sheep. We won't tell you. You asked Adolf how, how he got rid of all those sheep, but he thought that lot was his. <laughs> but there's all those lots. You you bid on them, you got them, take them off our hands. If if the price of sheep was what they are today, how much you pay a, a sheep? Dollar. A dollar a sheep. I think that's as cheap as you get them, and uh what are they today? Uh, 100. Now, listen to these farmers back here, hundred and fifty for a weather, okay, well, anyway, they get in the lot. I thought they were more than that, right well, it was like you, it would be like okay it depends on the breed or size so <clears throat> these people were set as daniel in the lot at the end of days and that is like just from understanding that there's not just one lot there's different groups and that's hinted at in the old testament even as let's turn to john's gospel chapter 5 and verse 28 We read there, marvel not at this for the hour is coming in which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice and shall come forth, they that have done good unto the resurrection of life and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. Now in the book of Daniel there was those that are everlasting contempt. It's almost like this verse but in different words. (laughs) So there's the resurrection of the just and the resurrection of the unjust. And I've jumped to a few verses that are in the New Testament. In Luke's Gospel, chapter 7, there's a son of the widow of Nain that was raised from the dead. In chapter 7, verse 11 to 15. There was a daughter of Jairus in Luke, chapter 8, verse 41 through to 55, where she was raised from the dead. There's John's Gospel, chapter 11, verses 1 to 44. Who was raised from the dead then? Uh, getting into the middle of the Gospel of John. Remember, remember that almost the last half of John is about the last week of the Lord's life. So, who who's the famous person that was raised? Lazarus. Lazarus, Lazarus was raised at that time. And uh, he come out of the grave bound hand and foot. And I heard a preacher exaggerate, or oh, just one of the how do you think he came out of that grave if he couldn't if he was all bound up he was wrapped up okay <laughs> he, he came out somehow but it was all over his I mean, it was all wrapped up and what did Jesus say loose him and let him go He's bound up, he can't move, he can't breathe. He's got life. Undo him <laughs> now. And, and So he didn't walk out. He, he must have floated out or rolled out. or <laughs> <laughs> He come out. Imagine being Lazarus. <laughs> when we get to heaven, there's some questions that a lot of people. <laughs> the, fill the story in. <laughs> how, how did you feel? What happened? <laughs> uh, maybe we won't ask those questions. Just down here we ask those sort of questions. <laughs> Peter raised Dorcas, Acts chapter 9, verse 36 to 41. Haven't time to look at all these references. Paul raised Eutychus in Acts chapter 20 that fell out of the window, remember him. So there's, what, five or six that we have in the New Testament. Now, what happened to these people that were (laughs) raised from the dead? When they were raised, did they get immortal bodies at the time of their resurrection No, that's right. They didn't. What happened to them? They died again. They were the exception. They died twice. And if they weren't Christians, they would have died three times. Spiritually, physically and physically. But I think all of them were probably believing people. uh, Especially after a resurrection. Um, And uh, if you're in that situation, there's there's the faith, everything that comes into it. But these people, I believe, passed away. And went out into eternity from the Old Testament and from the New Testament. Um, <clears throat> Elijah, was he raised? No, he went up alive, didn't he, in the fiery chariot. Enoch, was he raised? No, he was given in mortal body to go out into eternity. And so there's the two of the Old Testament saints that didn't die at the time. And that's why some believe those two characters in Revelation are those two people. So it seems that they receive mortal life but not immortal bodies, these people that were raised in the Old Testament. Now, we're in the Gospel of John, considering this statement on the resurrection, a st- statement where a lot of people say, well, there's one general resurrection and it all happens at once. Unsaved, saved, Old and New Testament all happens together. But even in the two verses from the book of Daniel, chapter 12, I think it was verse 3, and this verse in John, chapter 5, verse 28 and 29, as you compare them, they seem very similar. And it does say, it does separate or differentiate between the saved, the believing ones, and the unbelieving ones. Some to damnation, some to, so there is that. It doesn't say there is at different times, but it does say there is a difference in that. Okay, let's go to 1 Corinthians now. First Corinthians so you can make up your mind on Matthew 27 and the graves were open and many bodies of the saints that slept arose and I believe on this occasion they will give him immortal bodies and I believe it ties with Ephesians chapter 4 there that he led captivity captive and these ones have had their immortal bodies since that time they came out of the graves after his resurrection and went into the holy city. Appeared unto many now. <clears throat> if it had been otherwise, I'm sure in the New Testament there would have been a record in church history that uh, well, Elijah, um, Daniel died again and, and we have his burial and this one died again. and we had, If these people that were raised <clears throat> at, the, at the time of the Lord's resurrection died again not as the others that we've considered who were raised individually. So we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 20. The whole chapter, but first, verse 20 is where we'll start off. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. And already we have an indication there's a differentiation in resurrections because there's the fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. And you can think of Romans 5.12, For as by one man sin entered the world, death by sin, death passed upon all men, for they all have sinned. But then as it goes on in chapter 5 of Romans there, it talks about the first Adam and the second Adam, or the last Adam, <clears throat> how one gave death, one gave life. One Adam Back in creation, the second, the Lord Jesus Christ that gave life. One gave death, one gave life, and that is talked about in Romans 5. Since man, by man came death, Adam, by man came also the resurrection. By the Lord Jesus came the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made. How many? All shall be made alive. Not many, but all. Uh, if all are going to die, all are going to be raised. But every man, he's talking about this resurrection in his order, in his order. And that word order is to gamma in the Greek, a military company, a troop, a band in proper order. So there's the order of the people that come forth in resurrection. And so <clears throat> Christ, the first fruits, as he's already mentioned. In the verse, verse twenty, and again in verse twenty-three. Afterward, what do you get from that? <laughs> Afterward, after what? After the, after the Lord's resurrection, after the first fruits begin as those that are Christ at His coming. Epitia signifies a lapse of time of undesignated duration between when Christ was raised as part of the first roots and the next group afterward they that are Christ at his coming who do we know that includes I don't think there's any debate about that (laughs) those that are Christ at his coming all the saints all the saints believing people they that are Christ at his coming and uh, we have assurance of that don't we (laughs) when we stand at the graveside of our parted loved ones keep your marker in that one and go to the book of revelation revelation chapter 20 now if we've been through before i think it doesn't hurt to go again because tying all these on the not all of them but a lot of them on the resurrection together helps us to comprehend what it's on what it's about and I saw thrones in verse 4, and they that sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them, and I saw the souls of them were beheaded for the witness of Jesus, that is in the time of that trouble Daniel talked about, and for the word of God they stood up and stood up for the word of God, and who had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark in their foreheads or in their hands, <coughs> and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years, and so that's those people that wouldn't buckle under Antichrist, who were killed for not doing that. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. So what? Have, what's happened to them? They've been raised, haven't they? They lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. So what is that saying? There's at least a thousand years between those that are Christ that is coming who get raised... <clears throat> And the the tribulation saints are talked about there. And then a thousand years until the next resurrection. This is the first resurrection. Those people that were all included in the first fruits, those that are Christ at his coming, and the gleanings of the tribulation saints raised in the first resurrection. Blessed is he that hath part in the first resurrection. Which one do you want to take part in? There's no doubt about it, it should be the first resurrection because <clears throat> there's no power of death on, on these people. Um, we read on in verse 7, And when the thousand years were finished, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison and deceive the nations and go forth and so on. And down verse 11, And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whom... Whose face the earth and f- heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the who, dead, small and great, stand before God. The books were open, and the, another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things were written in the books according to their works. The sea gave up the dead that were in it, and all those people have died in ships and been buried at sea. And death and hell delivered up the dead that were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. That same word phrase is used back in verse 6 that we read Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. This is a terrible time. This is unsaved people. This is the dead that have died from Adam. <clears throat> well, whenever. The first person that was unsaved died until this time when the thousand years are finished and all these people are raised from the dead from all over the place and they will... I, I haven't looked to see if it included space because the Lord knew that we'd be up there and some people would die up there but they will be brought from wherever they are back too, if they're unsaved. And these were... This is the second death. And we say, if you are born once, you die twice. This is where we get that thought from. If you're born, yes, twice, you die maybe once. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life. And there's a whole study in looking at the books of the book of life and the Lamb's book of life and doing the comparison there. And I remember... It's not so long ago that I did that because uh, Brother Rex Beaver was still alive. And I don't know if he's here or listening. I think he was listening in on the web. And he said, yes. He said, I agree with what you said. (laughs) The next day or next week when I saw him. But there is the first and the second resurrection. All will be a part of one. So you can see in Daniel, it gives room for. To a a resurrection, a first and a second resurrection. In John 5, it gives place for a resurrection of the saved and the unsaved. And here it spells it out in detail, and in 1 Corinthians 15, it spells it out in the detail there. Um, We'll go back to 1 Corinthians 15. Every man in his order. Where will you fit in? I pray that it's in when Christ comes, (laughs) and involved in the first fruits, they that are Christ that is coming, and in verse twenty-four, and this ties in with Daniel chapter twelve verse three and Revelation that we've just read. Then cometh the end. So there's this is the order: first fruits, those that are Christ that is coming, and thirdly, then cometh the end when He shall deliver up the kingdom of God. Even the Father, when He shall put all rule and all down all rule and authority and power. <clears throat> and verse twenty-eight speaks of that, and that's what we're speaking about in the Book of Revelation when the great white throne happens, and all people who are unsaved are gathered together, and they're erased up, and they're judged according to their works. You stop and think about that for a minute fancy being an unsaved person and standing before almighty God on the great white throne all judgments being committed to the Lord Jesus and have to stand before everybody else and have all your works that have been wicked displayed you think of all the people that got off the hook the judges did not find them guilty but they were guilty as there's no escaping at that time. There is no escaping. That'll be it. These people that have murdered someone and then they've died. They're going to be in the same place, and they'll be to see those people if they were both unsaved. The unsaved and oh, the unsaved person who got killed and the one or who was murdered and the one who murdered them. All these things will be brought out. Justice will eventuate there's no escaping it God is on the throne he is still sovereign he's still in control and he, have the, he has the keys as it says early in the book of Revelation of death and of hell and our unsafe family and friends and you just sigh when you know of, know of those family people particularly that know and have heard these things and have rejected them and, and then they get out into eternity if they don't repent in the meantime and have to face that judgment. Uh, it's not only the judgment, it's not like, well, now the judgment, you're annihilated. No, no. They're put into the lake of fire and there's a whole nother study in all the different places that are called hell, Hades, Lake of Fire, Gehenna and different places, that, uh, different words that are used for, for afterlife, for the unsaved. And then have to spend eternity. There's degrees of punishment as there is degrees of reward for the faithful. There's degrees of punishment for the unsaved. And <clears throat> as the Lord Jesus even said when he was here, he'll, he'll be punished with more severe punishment. I can't remember the verse off the top of my head, but it, it, there is punishment more severe for those that have committed more heinous crimes. And And, and we in our own minds know justice, don't we? We have a conscience, and we know that this is worse than that and worse than that and so on. And uh, would to God the judges knew that and understood that. Can you bet... Think, think of a judge. There's judges, a lot of judges around, that have stood in judgment in all the countries of the world, been get, taken on that as a job, and then they, they die unsaved people, as unsaved people. And they're then brought before the judgment. And then all the judgments that they've judged with, right or wrong, will have to give an account for that. You see, the more privilege of that position, the more the severe the judgment, because they've passed judgment. And I'd be fearful if I was a judge, uh, as a, even as a Christian, because you how do you know? Some of these people and these lawyers and, and barristers, solicitors... Uh, pretty slick at getting people off the hook and you're the judge and you have to make a decision but nonetheless there is a judge in heaven is there not who will one day all people have to stand who are unsaved before him and then cometh the end as we said in verse 24 of first corinthians when it will be all brought to pass let's go to a verse now Found in Philippians chapter three. Some still might not be might not be convinced that there is a difference in the resurrections, even though it talks about a first and a second resurrection and a, and a, the second death and so forth. We'll go to Philippians chapter three <clears throat> and verses ten and eleven. And and. The three words we've talked of that are Greek words tonight that give a a definite meaning. And here's another one. Well, we've talked of two. This is the third one. That's Ephesians. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. <clears throat> if by any means I might un- attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as I already had attained or either were already perfect, but follow after, if I may apprehend that for which I am apprehended of Christ. <clears throat> Reading it in English, there's no big deal. If by any means, verse 11, I might entertain unto the resurrection of the dead. That word in the Greek is ek, E-K, nek, Ron, nekron, Ron, in E-K-R-O-N. And it means out of the dead. If it by any means I might attain unto the resurrection out of the dead. What is he saying? There's a resurrection where people will be taken out from among the dead, but other people will be left in the dead. Where, where the dead are, and <clears throat> that's what it is saying. Paul's looking for the time when he no, where he <clears throat> where he's going to end up. Or ended up is in heaven, of course, <laughs> as the apostle of the New Testament and uh, revelations he got, and so <clears throat> he was looking forward to the day when he'd be taken out from among the dead, snatched away, and taken to glory with a immortal resurrected body so what happened to those raised in Matthew 27 as we go back to that thought it doesn't say in the portion it does say that they walked and talked amongst those in Jerusalem I reckon they died again but those who will be involved in the resurrections that we've spoken of the first and the second resurrection are they have immortal bodies that live on for eternity. And then there's a whole thought of how we will live on. <clears throat> Where will we live? Um, will we eat? Will we plant crops? Will there be a sun? Will there be day and night? All those, And you can go to the Bible and there's a lot of answers that come from the Bible uh, that tell us about this. But we'll be in... The Lord's presence—that'll be enough. <laughs> but then there's all the blessings of heaven for all eternity, <laughs> and some of the songs we sing when we're there: ten thousand years—is that amazing grace? Uh, <laughs> and then ten million years, and it goes on. But time won't be—and <laughs> won't be. <clears throat> what a great thing salvation is—to be promised, to be raised one day from the dead. And to live with God for eternity and all the faithful of the saints. No more problems, nobody's got an old nature still, not me nor you. <laughs> That's gone. New body. Don't have to sleep. And you say, Won't it be boring? No. <laughs> God's lived for eternity, has he not? You either accept that or Matter's live for eternity. Which one are you gonna believe? God has. Matter came into existence when he called it out of nothing, ex nihilo, out of nothing, and created it all. And one day it'll go out to nothing, in the Big Bang, at the end. Praise the Lord. They'll talk about the Big Bang, but we know when it happens. I pray that you're saved, you know it, you know you're going to heaven, you've got that assurance in your heart. A wonderful thought. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for these thoughts on <clears throat> the resurrection. Thank you that Lord those those believers who came out involved in the first resurrection or the first fruits of the first resurrection with your resurrection have enjoyed that position for all that time. Their friends and family will be raised in as it is in Daniel at a time at the end of that troublesome time. Lord, heaven is a place of re Reuniting with those that have gone before. It's a place of meeting our Lord face to face for the first time. Literally. It's a time of eternal bliss. Lord, let us labour faithfully, earnestly until that time. And let's spend our time and energies for your glory until that time. We ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen.